Welcome back to the show. This is Chelsea on Ched. Glad to have you here, Ched Nation, and glad to report some big news. Okay, it's being called a watershed moment that's supposed to drive the price down of your cell phone bill. But will it actually? Rogers will take over Shaw Communications in a merger that has been approved. So what does this mean for you? We're going to dissect it right now with the co-founder of Canadian Anti-Monopoly Project and fellow with the Centre for International Governance, Keldon Bester. Keldon, thank you so much for making the time. Really appreciate getting your perspective on this. Thanks so much for having me. Okay, so let's just kind of set the table a little bit for what exactly this deal is, because it's it's been talked about for a couple of years now, and it's changed pretty significantly from when it was first introduced. So where does it stand right now? Can you help define this? Absolutely. So uh, what just happened was the uh, Minister of Industry's final approval on a portion of the transaction, and that caps off approvals by the CRTC, the telecommunications regulator, as well as the unsuccessful challenge by the Competition Bureau uh, who argued that the deal was anti-competitive and would hurt consumers. Mm. So what, what's happening in the end is that Rogers is buying Shaw but spinning off its wireless division to a Quebec company, Quebecor or Videotron, who, and subsequently entering into a number of you know, what have been described as very generous arrangements uh, to support uh, Videotron replacing, you know, that um, competitive impact of, of Freedom Mobile. And so in the approval today that we got from the minister, he outlined, you know, a laundry list, I think more than 25 or so altogether conditions that he wants to uh, impose on the parties. And, and I think that's a reflection of an understanding that, you know, without those conditions and even with them, this, this might not actually be that good for consumers. So uh, can we clarify a little bit how Videotron comes into play? Who will that actually apply for? So, you know, anyone who was a uh, freedom customer, uh, you know, they may keep the branding, but instead of a ultimately a Shaw customer, they are now uh, customers for Videotron. So that's relevant for not necessarily Shaw um, or Shaw mobile subscribers, but anyone with a Freedom uh, wireless plan are now effectively uh, Videotron customers. But all under the umbrella of Rogers Communications. No, sorry. Um, Videotron is a separate company, okay. which Rogers has sold Freedom Mobile, the wireless division. Um, the idea being that there, the, that there would be harms if Rogers kept the wireless division and what they're pitching is saying, you know, don't worry, we'll sell it to Videotron and everything will be fine. Mm. Okay, and can can we trust that statement? I mean, Keldon, you're the co-founder of the Canadian Anti-Monopoly Project. So, uh, how do you how do you look at this? Is this something that you're viewing as a monopoly that is negative or do you think that there's some some positives to take away? Are we optimistic that we're all going to get a better deal and we can just trust that this is going to work as proposed? You know, we'd all love to be optimistic, but um, you know, wireless prices in Canada have have shown us otherwise. You know, what we're worried about is something that happens in a lot of markets as a result of our weak laws, where we take a competitor that exists, we allow them to be acquired, but we spin off part of it to another comp- uh, company and say, well, don't worry, they'll do just as good a job. So you'll hear people saying, actually, we're getting a fourth, even stronger player 
uh, in the form of Videotron with the Freedom Mobile uh, assets. However, it's, it's, it's an open question if they can be as successful as Freedom Mobile was under Shaw. And, you know, further, what's to say a couple of years down the road, you know, they decide in a similar fashion to Shaw is, you know, we're really not in it anymore. And we take another spin at the competition tribunal. You know, they've imposed these conditions that could have financial penalties. But, you know, the way our laws are set up, eventually people can, you know, put them up for put themselves up for sale, kind of no matter the competitive um, concerns. So, you know, I'll say this, you know, it's entirely possible that Videotron does just as good a job as it did in Quebec and and lowers prices. However, you you question why Rogers is so um, gung-ho to create a new disruptive competitor to itself and that whether it won't try to tamp down on any sort of competitive intensity that comes from Videotron. Well, that's the thing. I mean, if if they're pitching it or if they're framing it as a competitor to themselves, as you just said, I mean, are they are they thinking that they're just going to have such a uh, such an overwhelming majority of support with their properties that Videotron doesn't doesn't matter to them? Or what are we not seeing here? Well, there was a great quote from an analyst on one of the more recent uh, Rogers investor calls. And he said, what you're describing sounds like a pretty bad deal for Rogers investors. You're creating this disruptive competitor. And Rogers CEO's response is, no, 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 we're quite comfortable with, with competing with, with Videotron. Uh-huh. And, and I think that kind of gets to the core of it. Um, you know, Rogers will be comfortable, but, but I don't know how comfortable Canadians will be going forward. So obviously this means that Rogers is going to make a, a lot of money. I mean, this was a massive deal. It was a, it was a merger that was valued at $26 billion. Robert, Rogers clearly sees that they're going to come out as the winners here. What, what, what kind of money is really at stake here? Well, you know, what they've bought is a uh, really substantial revenue stream from Shaw's cable business. So, you know, clearly, as, as you said, the price tag is, is worth it in their eyes. Mm-hmm. You know, many mergers actually don't actually don't work out particularly well for the acquiring parties. They're often more complicated uh, to integrate than um, than people initially uh, assume. Bell and its acquisition of MTS uh, back in 2017 has made comments to that effect. But they uh, certainly are going to have a lot more f- firepower coming from that uh, sort of cash cow of the cable business that Shaw was operating. What does it mean then, Keldon, for consumers? I mean, are we going to see um, a rebranding of our services? Is this going to is this going to change our bills and lower them? Like we're hoping that it will. What What do you think that we're actually going to really appreciate as customers? Well, you know, you're getting at I think the core point, which is it's all very uncertain. Um, there's a reason to be very skeptical. Um, there's maybe a potential upside uh, for consumers, but. Um, that lies behind a lot of ifs uh, and that, that we have really no control over anymore. So I think for the period of time, it will be a bit of a stasis uh, while everything gets sorted. And then we'll really be watching to see, you know, does Videotron make good on its promise of being a disruptive competitor or does it join the uh, comfy oligopoly that we have uh, have had for so many years? Hmm. Yeah, I mean, we're hearing some some threats from federal ministers saying that if if the prices aren't lowered, um, then they may seek some legislative powers to force those companies to offer Canadians better deals. So, I mean, it does sound it, it sounds good, but I am kind of in the same boat as you, Keldon, where I feel like I'm 
I'm skeptical. I don't know how many companies are going to throw this kind of money around uh, and, <laughs> and not try to make up for it on the back end. I think that's right. I want to talk a little bit about some of the positives, uh, and and that's job opportunities and what that might look like. So the landscape for Canadians in terms of getting in with Rogers now, if there are opportunities there. Uh, but Keldon, we do just have to take a short break. So we'll be right back to get right back into this, talking about the Rogers-Shaw merger valued at $26 billion. Uh, Keldon Bester is co-founder of Canadian Anti-Monopoly Project and a fellow with the Centre for International Governance. Chelsea on Chad will be back right after this. Welcome back to the show. This is Chelsea Unched. We're talking about the Rogers-Shaw merger and whether or not it's going to mean lower bills for Canadians. So it's a little uncertain right now what it's going to look like, but that's the promise. Is that going to be the results? We will see. What about other opportunities, though? What about job opportunities? We're talking about it right now with the co-founder of the Canadian Anti-Monopoly Project and fellow with the Centre for International Governance, Keldon Bester. Keldon, what does this look like for employees? of what's now going to be known as formerly Shaw that will then merge with Rogers. Is Rogers going to going to be employing more people? Is there some positives that we can take away from this? Well, I've got bad news is that mergers are very rarely a job uh, creating strategy. You don't uh, bring two companies together and then say, great, I'll, I'm going to run these two HR departments, these two finance departments, these two IT departments for very long. So I really do feel for um, the folks working at both Rogers, but in particular, Shaw, you know, one of the commitments uh, is that I was interested in is, you know, 3,000 jobs in Alberta and, and Calgary specifically, but it, it really doesn't make financial sense to, um, to, keep, uh, to keep the same staff as you had as a standalone company. So, you know, they, they, they may wait a while, but we're going to be hearing about job cuts from, uh, from Rogers and Shaw soon. And, and one thing I looked at is, you know, the T-Mobile Sprint merger in the U.S. a few years ago, they had, you know, big, big uh, commitments about, you know, net new jobs. This is going to be jobs positive. And I think since they've, they've, they've cut thousands. So I, I really think, you know, the consumer side might be a bit mixed, but in terms of jobs, you know, mergers are not job creators. They, they, they exist to, to cut jobs and to streamline. So so I do feel for um, the, the, the current employees of both Rogers and Shaw. It seems like that's something that we see in every industry across the board is just trimming, trimming, trimming and trying to uh, to make everything run with less people and, and less resources. So I'm wondering, based on your experience, Keldon, running the Canadian Anti-Monopoly Project, do you see this happening in other industries? Do you see more mergers taking place or mer- more mergers set to come? I mean, how how does that look for Canada and the monopolies that essentially run our country? Well, you know, globally, there's been a bit of a slowdown, you know, both because of higher interest rates as well as a um, more aggressive stance um, against these mergers in the United States. But but in Canada, I think it's still very much a free-for-all. And if companies start to see that the government is going to take this seriously, you, you might see a rush of deals as people try to, uh, you know, squeeze them under the door before before we get serious about this. So I think while there's been a slowdown um, in certain jurisdictions of M&A activity, you know, there's there's really no reason that that uh, um, Canadians should expect the pace of this to slow down. Okay, so not a lot of 
of optimism there with this merger or, or any others, Keldon? Not for me, unfortunately. Okay, well, I really appreciate your honest perspective. Thank you so much for making the time this afternoon. Thanks for having me. That's Keldon Bester, co-founder of the Canadian Anti-Monopoly Project and fellow with the Centre for International Governance. Okay, so not a whole lot of optimism about what this giant merger is really going to look like. The promise is that it's going to save Canadians uh, when it comes to our bills, but uh, will it? Uh, We'll have to see. Time will tell, but it has officially gone through. It's a merger valued at $26 billion, so there's a lot of money wrapped up in this one.